Welcome to Flotsam, a role-playing series about rats surviving in a mysterious sinking city. Our rats, having encountered citizens of Flotsam possessed by the demon, think they may have a chance of defeating it and rescuing young Elwood. The capture device created by the Starlings is ready. Now they need to put it in the right place and figure out the rest of their plan. Episode 20, An Alley in Lanternside Let's, let's do a little bit of cinematic cutting here to figure out what you're doing. Um, somebody wanted to go to talk to Scour, possibly. Somebody wanted to possibly talk to the Dominion. Somebody possibly wanted to talk to the Tappers. Somebody possibly wanted to talk to the Kindlers. Uh, who would you like to talk to and in what order and who would like to go and do that? I mean, I was keen to talk to Scour, but Enid obviously, I think, has a, a, a better relationship and that doesn't mean that both of you can't. Mm, both of true. you could go and talk to Scour. We don't need to split the party at this point. No, I no. just want to yeah. know who you want to talk to and in what order. Three-way split, gang. Three-way split. I think definitely talking to Scour is an important thing because whatever he tells me, I may need to practice. <laughs> to get to Scour, we've got to talk to the Tappers. That isn't true, however, is it? Uh, Enid could actually find the way there. Oh, OK. Because are we assuming that... You assume. Yeah. <laughs> Dice roll dependent. Are we... But that, that's that's up to Enid to volunteer. Yeah. If she doesn't yeah. think yes. she can, then, then fine. OK. Did, did Scour... Are we assuming that Scour's kind of gone back to ruin, or is he still um, sort of hanging around lanternside caves and that kind of stuff? Last you saw him was when he was in ruin and somebody there was bandaging your hand up. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> Vern will definitely want to go and see Scour. Something doesn't smell right. I think we probably want to like try and find Arthur, get the Kindlers and this plan in action, and start packing up the kit and shipping it down to the cave via meeting the Tappers in Lanternside. And I think once once we've met with the Tappers and established getting the stuff down into the cave, that's when I'd like to bugger off and go and see Scour. So like kind of double double threading, get the plan going, but then I want to go and just check before we press any buttons. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the first thing you do is attempt to locate Arthur. Are you doing this as a group or are you splitting? Let's let's stay together. In which case, you head out from, from the office. don't really know where to look for him. You could go and find a guard and ask them, I suppose. Yeah, that's straight away what, what Vern would do, just find a, anyone that looks remotely like they work here. As I said, it's very quiet because of the time of night, presumably, uh, or at least it is up to the point where you're heading to the guard. But just as you sort of get up there to, to open your mouth to speak, you hear a, a great sort of clangor, a, a ring of a bell coming from the back of the building, and you see people start to move around there. The guard turns to see what's going on in that direction and then starts to move away just as you get up to him. How loud is this bell? To you, it sounds like some sort of alarm bell. Okay. Uh, Reg picked up the disruptor. Yeah, I've yeah. got it. Verna do what Verna do. He would follow on with the guard, go and investigate what is clearly going to be some kind of ruckus. You head off over in that direction, um, following the guard. The guard is at a jog now in that direction. And it looks like there are a number of guards assembling um, very quickly outside there was a set of steps there at the back of the building. There are doors there. You can see Arthur up on the steps and you can see another figure standing next to him. She is slightly taller than Arthur. She is silver-furred. She's now strapping on armour, actually, and is talking to the people around her as you approach. Um, appears to be deputising captains, giving them particular areas to go to. Uh, essentially, this looks like a force that is being instructed to handle a situation. Is this sort of like a like a like a square almost that we come out into where all these? Yeah. yeah. So I, I think as as Vern sees that 
um, it's opening up into a square, and that it's clearly not a battle that's going on. There's no one, no one's fighting anything. You know, spots this this group of official rats. He'll he'll very much like slow down and go into a walk, so as not to draw attention to himself coming into this square. And if you see any sign of anything, I want a report through the chain of command immediately. I want a location and I want runners sent. Do you understand? And there's general sort of assent from the group of rats surrounding this woman. Right. So most important thing, stop them from panicking. Make sure the gates are not passable. We don't want anybody coming through from lantern side to the yards from the yards to the smoke, block all of those locations. Make sure you get boats out there. We don't want people fleeing that way. Keep it subtle. Stick to the story we planned earlier, all right? The, the, the situation is under control. This is just a precaution. Understood? Right. Again, any sign of this thing, send word immediately. We'll be there. And much as you may find it distasteful, the chain guard will be fighting alongside you, and I do not want any incidents. Understood? And again, there's general assent. Right, let's move. And the square start to disassemble as, as people peel off into small groups and head off to the places where they've presumably been given orders. Reggie's going to uh, approach Arthur. He sees you approaching, and he's still on the steps next to this this other rat, and uh, sort watch of waves a hand at you. And okay, I won't. Sort of to, won't uh, makes a, makes a, a back-off <laughs> motion. Okay, in that <laughs> case, I will just change course slightly. I was never heading there. Vern, are you doing anything? Uh, no, Vern has already clocked that this must be the sort of Cassandra figure and is is going to essentially loiter subtly and wait for Arthur to be free if he can try and grab him. The groups are split up. It looks like Arthur has a uh, group with him um, that he's, he's talking to. It looks like just the, the ways they're arranged, the way they're talking, you would say that Arthur is probably the same rank as a bunch of the others there rather than sort of a uh, it, it looks like he's commanding a group, um, but it does not look like he's in charge or anything like that. Um, but in the middle of them sorting themselves out and ready to go, he hastily comes over in your direction. Right. The, uh, the Stalin's trap is nearly ready. Uh, we just need to figure out where to set it up. We think the Tapper's Cave, where it originally manifested, is the best spot. Away from everybody else, you mean? It's remote. We can We can seal it in there, potentially. I don't know. We'll, once we've trapped it, we'll have, a, have to have a think of what to do with it. It sounds better than anything else. Just getting it trapped is a good start. Yes. Uh, um, I've, right. I'll show him the, uh, the disruptor. I've built this. Not sure if it'll work yet, but it, it might stun or, or confuse the creature. You've only got one. I only had time to build one. Uh, I could do with you by me, but she's not going to let us do that where are you going to be wherever this creature is i suppose uh, have you any idea where it is we've had multiple reports from from the yards i'm wondering if it's somewhere in the undercity under the yards we've we're starting to search we, yeah. we haven't found anything yet um we think it's probably under the yards somewhere we think the symbols that have been manifesting where people have been possessed they might be like its eyes and ears this thing we might be able to poke him in the eye with it what do you mean? Do you mean poke? Do you mean hurt? Certainly get its attention. I don't think it would uh, hurt it significantly, but I think it would certainly notice, based on what the Starlings were saying. Could it draw it out, do you think? Possibly. But we don't want the trap there. We don't want to draw the creature into the yards. No, we, we need the trap to be somewhere remote. The biggest pattern is down in that cave where it manifested. So if we set this up next to that, bait it with a load of ember, poke it there, get its attention... Maybe... Um, I, I don't know enough about this. I really don't. Uh, it sounds better than nothing else. I mean, all we're doing now is trying to lock down the city and trying to locate where it is without everybody panicking. 
Okay. Uh, and she, t- to say she's not interested in listening to mystic mumbo-jumbo is <laughs> a polite way to put it. Uh, I think force of arms is, is her best plan. Uh, right. All right. Uh, the, there's uh, one more thing, Arthur. Uh, the Starlings machine, we can dismantle it, but we need to get, basically, it, it's a wagon full. Uh, they're going to give me some of the servitors to help rebuild it. But we need to get a wagon load of metal and some automatons through the city into the Tappers' caves. That's going to be hard now that they're locking it down. Well, you need to move fast. Uh, we can get you a Kindler wagon, but they're going to be shutting any shipment and expect inspecting everything. Um, I can get it through. Uh, how do we do this? I need to be out there. That's the trouble. I can't desert my post. Uh... How soon can you be ready? I think it was nearly ready when we left the Starlings. I can run back now and get it loaded onto a wagon. All right, get it ready. Get it on a wagon here. Use your symbol requisition one from the yard here. When it's ready, get a messenger to me and I'll see it pass through any of the gates. Okay. I'm going to be in the yards. Uh, you'll need to find me down there. All right. Lantern side gate is probably the, the quickest. That's the nearest entrance to the Tapas Caves. You, you'll have to get word to me. Okay. I, I can't think of another way to get through. Unless you can improvise something, we are going to be under strict lockdown. Okay. I've got to go. Okay, good luck. Arthur, one thing. He turns. Yes, and throws a sword at you. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I had a whole... I was going to ask where the armory was and everything. <laughs> he'll just... He'll catch it in one hand. Thank you. Nods and heads back. Again, there's a familiarity to this somehow, mm. and you can't quite pinpoint what it is, but there's definitely a, a familiarity in that nod as he heads back to the group. Mm. Is that just a familiar familiarity to Vern or to, to all of us? To all of you. Mm. Okay. Reg is going to find a Kindlegard, flashes... Um, and arrange for things, things to be yes, put on the yeah, cart. Yeah, arrange for cart. Okay, let's assume that you have arranged for things to be put on the cart. Yes. And what is your next move, folks? There is going to be a bit of time while the cart is being loaded. Yeah. You, you'll probably have an hour to kill. Oh, right, okay. Uh, is there something that you can do in that hour's worth of time while uh, while the starlings are getting everything packed up, ready to go? What do you think, Vern? He needs... I wouldn't mind some food before we go on a little adventure. Oh, yeah. I've been a, it's been a while since I ate anything. In all this excitement, I don't think any of us have eaten or slept in a few while. Yeah, some fuel might be a good idea and then uh, try and get the information we need. There's a lot of people kind of milling around now that's more active. Is there anyone I can just grab and ask where the mess hall is or the canteen or food stores? Uh, the answer that you get is, at this time of night, you must be joking. Well, it looks like we're going hungry unless we want to venture out of the guild. What else can we prep? I assume you can't build another disruptor in an hour. No, I don't think so. This is cannibalised out of bits that I found. I'd have to find exactly the same things. Well, is there anything else that might be useful in our gaining bait? We're going to need to get... Reg looks around shiftily. We're going to need to get the stash from the docks. Well, I mean, we are in a building full of ember. Don't need to play our entire hand. Them starlings seem pretty happy to give us anything we need to get rid of this thing. Although I'm now thinking we probably don't want a whole wagon full of ember and and the trap rolling through the city. Mm. Ian, how big was the bundle of embers that we stashed by the docks? It was pretty big. Yeah, uh, yeah it was. It was, it was a wagon. Uh, I, I can't remember. I can't remember from before, but I think we were talking hundreds. Because it was that we put it in like a big fishing net. Didn't yeah, we? we piled it all up on. You did. We piled it all up you, in a net. You put it in a in a sailcloth yep. and then covered it in a net. Yeah. Tied it to the end of the um uh, to the end of the dock. At the very least, it's going to need a hand carp. Trouble is, Reg um, looks at his Kindler um, crest. 
I don't know that this is sufficient authority to commandeer a load of the most valuable resource in the city. I'm just thinking out loud for a moment if we might be completely wrong about this whole thing. We don't actually have any evidence at all other than when it first arrived that it particularly wants Ember. I mean, they said this thing is a weapon that wants to destroy the cities. It woke up, it fared. If Ember was what it was after, why is it just spending its time possessing things and killing the other rats? Why isn't it going after this huge pile of Ember we're sat on, or the Ember in machines, or the Ember in lamps? Well, you can think about it like, like what we just discussed. You can want two different things at the same time. Sometimes you need one thing to get the other thing. We wanted food. We get food in order to go to where we need and do the things we need to do. But once you've eaten, you don't need any more for a while. Well, exactly. So perhaps all we need to do is set up the trap and poke it in the eye. We don't need to feed it once it's there. We can just trap it. How many people's lives are you willing to gamble on that, Vern? Well, all I'm saying is you want to bait this thing into a room by poking it in the eye and also have a meal freshly prepared for it to make it stronger. All we need to do is get it in the room. No, we've got to get it inside the dome before we turn it on. I just feel like we're missing a piece of the puzzle. Well, best to have all the puzzle pieces from all the different jigsaws in one place, so when we find out what we do need, we've got it to hand. Mm. I think much like before, we get this thing set up, but perhaps we go find a few more answers before we press the button. The next thing that happens then is you are going to go and grab Arthur from the arts to get the, the thing through the gate, is that correct? Given that I don't, we seem to have a slight bromance with Arthur, I'm, I'll, I'll happily head off <laughs> to the yards <laughs> to get Arthur. Oh, who's pulling this cart? It's going to be me, isn't I. it? <laughs> it's going to be me. Well, you are the butler, darling. <laughs> uh, how heavy is it? It's pretty heavy, uh, I'm afraid. Okay, I'm going to see if I can use my crest to requisition um, a couple of... A couple of porters. A couple of porters yeah. to, to help lug the cart. The guild does have porters. You can talk to a guard and the guard can ask you how urgent it is and you can insist. Uh, uh, and, and with enough insisting, uh, they will roust a couple of very surly porters out of bed who aren't too pleased to be involved in this. I'll name drop Lord Arthur de Kerr. Um, that doesn't make them very much happier. <laughs> they look at you for a few minutes with sort of in a in a in a way that you just don't get what they're thinking, and uh, and then they they shuffle off. And it's not for about maybe ten twenty minutes later. You go, oh, they expected me to give them a tip. Oh, oh okay. Um, so anyway, they they are um, surlily helping out with the car. So Vern, uh, you go head down as you're going through Lantern Side. Um, you use your symbol at the gate to get you through. Um, they are not letting anybody through who does not have a Kindler's symbol at the moment. Lantern Side is a stir. There are rumours. There are still people awake. There are more people sort of waking up. There is there are rumours about some sort of gas leak down in the yards um, that's causing illness down there um, and there's worry that there might be some sort of disease being spread as a result and you can hear uh, that rumour flying through Lantern Side as you, as you head down uh, and again uh, as you head out into the yards itself it seems that a curfew is being imposed the streets are being cleared of people by the Kindler guards and you hear it from guards because guards stop you, demand to know what you're doing in the street you flash the symbol and say you're, you're a, an errand for Lord Arthur and they reluctantly let you 
you go, but warning you to beware because there is a, a gas leak down here and there might be contamination. But you do finally get directed to where he is and where he is is dealing with, it turns out, another handful of deaths. There are three more incidents since you were last down here, all in the yards. So I'll find him and just immediately say, I assume this is more for our red glowing friends. <sighs> yes. Yes, it is. Uh, the, the Dominion are here. They're also searching. We're starting to search the warehouses, starting to search through individual buildings. There's no sign of the creature itself. There are more outbreaks of this. I don't know. It's, it's coming faster now. I don't know how long we can hold it. Have you found more of the uh, same pattern on the floor? Yes. Mm. Yes, wherever a new case springs up, there seems to be this pattern at the heart of it. And I assume the uh, wonderful Dominion folks have not come back with an idea of how to track this thing. Seem to have no more idea than we do. Mm. All right, well, Reg and Enid are on the move with the wagon, with the trap. I'll come as quickly as I can. I mean, without Vern's just in get-it-done mode, so he'll just sort of nod and turn to head towards the um, the gate to meet up with the wagon. Okay, as you head up in that direction, you see a contingent of... Um, black-robed figures and uh, those same tall guards with the crossed chains across their front um, marching down in your direction, splitting off in various directions and uh, and distributing themselves along the front of the yards here. They ignore you. And I'll just mutter under my breath, Oh good, these guys again. And then keep walking and just keeping a weather eye on um, on any threat that might be coming at me when I'm trying to get to this gate. Are you waiting for Arthur or are you heading straight back up? Um, no, I'm going to head, I'll, I'll head straight back up to um, to meet Reg at the gate and wait for Arthur there. You are walking along Lantern Side, the very top street, if you remember, where you met the, the guy with the cart all that time back oh, yeah. and asked your very first directions in Lantern Side. You're walking along that long cobbled street, which is quite high up Lantern Side. Down to the left, you would head down towards the Jubilee Theatre and up to the right would be where you found that tailors. Um, but you're walking along the street. It's very quiet here. There are dimly lit lanterns at this time of night. And most of the, the shop fronts are closed. Uh, as you walk along the road here, you hear a strange sort of screeching, squeaking noise up to your right from among the buildings up there. And then a, a shout of horror. Uh, oh, damn Vern. He will head towards the sound with a hand on his, his hilt. Going quickly or going slowly? Uh, it's, it's a slow jog, so fast enough to get there speedily but not so fast that i might just completely bumble into an ambush you clamber up the steep side street uh, amongst some dark buildings here and you see a, a rat scrabbling their way down the hill running furiously past you at speed uh, they almost collide with you it just goes it's coming it's coming and runs straight past you i will draw my my new sword um and press further forward you press further forward, and as you turn the corner, you can see the fading remnants of that pattern fading on the ground. And in front of you stands a skinny-looking rat uh, with, you can just see glowing red eyes. It's mostly shadow, this space, apart from the fading pattern and the, the rat with the, the glowing red eyes. Okay, does it does it sense me? Does it react to me? Is it sort oh, of facing me? Or absolutely, absolutely has its eyes on you as soon as you <laughs> enter that space. Okay, and this is just to be clear. This isn't the the uh, the original Elwood. This is a completely different sort of standard. This possession. is a skinny-looking rat, from what you can make out. But the alley is dark. It doesn't look as tall as the creature you saw in the darkness. But there are glowing red eyes. They're now starting to advance towards you. 
Okay. Uh, Vern will have his sword up in that kind of... Uh, I'm trying to think of the actual fighting position, where sort of his, his hands are to the side of his head with the blade pointing directly forward and slowly back up, trying to sort of lead it out of the alleyway. <laughs> uh, okay, um, you adopt what, what you think is a cool fighting position and back off. Uh, you're just sort of keeping going backwards, letting it follow you. Is that the idea? You're trying to draw it out into the light? Yeah, I'm trying to draw it out into the light so I can A, get a good look and give myself a little time to think. It paces towards you implacably. It's it's definitely fixed on you. It is definitely not pausing to think, not pausing to sniff. It is just coming straight for you. Not running, just slow, deliberate steps towards you. And as it starts to come out of the light, you realise that its hands are raised, both hands are raised, proper claw-like shape with the hands. It is dressed in relatively good tailcoat, as the light hits its face, you can see that it was a relatively well-off rat, but it is slightly foaming at the mouth, and the eyes are this just glowing red, and it just keeps stepping towards you. Okay. Um, to clarify, how far am I now from uh, the most recent uh, encounter with the Dominion soldiers? Uh, when you encountered them, you were in the yard. Since then, you have gone up the steps, over the hill, and into the tunnel. So a good... 500 yards if not more okay that's a little that's too far um okay <laughs> and it, the pace isn't quickening it's just the same sort of pace not at the moment not at the moment you're you're stepping back at a, a relatively smooth pace and it is matching you maybe slightly faster than you so it is i i don't know it's it's growling slightly under its breath it, it appears to be winding itself up maybe so Vern's going to basically do the maths. He's too far away from support. This is a weird question. Is he near any water? Like off, off to his side or anything? Not at this level. You're right, yeah. you're, you're right up at the top of the, the lantern side cave here. So b there's a drop behind you. That drops down to several lower streets. And there are a bunch of drops like that. It's like a stair step, if you like, all the way down to uh, Hangar Lane. And then beyond that is the, uh, is, is the water itself. Okay. So it's it's a series of series of stepped streets, and you're in the top street at the moment. Seeing that this this creature is starting to load up, as it were, prepare. Vernal drop drop one hand from his um, sword and pull the shard of ember from his pocket, and okay. sort of hold it up, just like like that scene in Jurassic Park with the flare. It's just going to hold it up and wants, and just it's just looking for the initial reaction of of this creature to see if it reacts at all. No, absolutely no reaction, I'm afraid. Okay, in which case Vern is going to throw. He's going to take the initiative now. He's going to throw this shard. I have no idea if this will even do anything, but throw the shard at the feet of the creature that's that will be hard enough to to shatter um, what's left of this ember crystal. Okay, um, let's have a general effectiveness roll here, okay. just to make sure you don't do something really stupid. Okay. Um, Does this count as my first as Too late! <laughs> uh, I, I'll, I'll let you have a plus one for, for, for okay. throwing the first blow. It's not really, but I'll let you have a... I'm essentially, I want to kind of, it's just like a flashbang I'm hoping for. Um, so this was yeah. a general, so I don't know the target yet. Uh, that's correct, you don't know the All target. Right. Ten! Oh! Was that was that an actual ten? That's a nat ten. Excellent. Okay, 
what happens is this. Fate takes a hand. Oh. Um, uh, you, you raise your hand very slowly, high enough with the shard in your hand. You go to fling the shard at the feet of this thing, but annoyingly for you, just as you let go, you step backwards on a slippery cobble, uh, and your feet goes backwards, and you, you swerve, but the thing like just shoots out of your hand, and it doesn't hit the floor, it doesn't hit the thing in front of you. What it does hit is one of the ember lanterns that's hanging <laughs> along the edge of the street, and there is a shattering, sparking noise and you're on the ground blinking away after effects. It's not a big explosion, it's not like the time you dropped that one in the ship, mm-hmm. but it's it's enough to absolutely seize the attention of the creature. Its eyes just go, head whips round, and it's you're picking yourself up at the floor as it is heading rapidly towards the, 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 the fading glow around the shattered lantern and it's reaching out with its hands into that glow almost trying to pull it out of the air uh, it seems to be frustrated like it can't get at it but that's it all its focus is is on trying to capture that energy it doesn't look like it's succeeding though okay um oh which would Vern do oh he's he's getting older and wiser he's distracted well no cuz I mean, it depends how we want to make this trait work, but... Five! If, if I'm bound four, by oh, always... Do it! Three, make a decision! I'm going to throw the page. I'm throwing the first punch. I'm going to try and stab it straight in the back. <laughs> okay. I am, uh, ba- I am bound by always having to throw the first punch, and if, if I've got a chance now... Yeah, although, arguably, this is the second punch. But That's yes, true. Sure. And uh, I am it, firm in the face of danger. Punch yep. 2.0. Yeah. Okay, uh, you, are, you will leap at it with the sword to try and stab it in the back. Yes. Um, make me a roll. I am also going to be rolling over here. Okay. Uh, you can have a. Uh, you can have a plus three actually because you are firm in the face of danger and you have your throw the first punch. I'll let you have a plus one for okay. that. So plus th- plus three. And just to be super clear, I'm, I I kind of don't want to kill it. I'm not trying to do a, a death blow. I just want to injure it enough to stop it. Let's see what you roll. Um, okay. If if you if you roll incredibly well, I will let you have that amount of control. Okay. Come on. What well, I got plus three. Okay. So eleven with my plus three. Okay, that's pretty good. Um, yeah, it is absolutely focused on this dissipating cloud of gold in front of it. Uh, you run up behind it. You've got an easy shot at it from from here. You can see uh, because there's the light of the gold. You can see what you're doing, and so you're just trying to take it down. Is that right? So, yeah. uh, are you trying to hamstring it, or are you trying to knock it out? Are you trying to cut it? What's 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 your aim here? Uh, I'm, I'm aiming to injure it, injure it enough that it, like, look at its fighting ability is gone. So it's sort of, I'm aiming to get it straight through that kind of the doughy side, um, whilst avoiding all, all you know, important organs. But just get it, sort of get it, stab it through, and sort of drag this thing down to the ground, um, and getting it, subduing it again, basically. Vern is a slightly better uh, anatomist than than possibly Jay is. Um, stab, stabbing stabbing the sword into the belly or the back is is not the the nice option. It's not the I'm not going to hurt it option. The disable it is probably stab it through the the meat of the leg. Mm. Uh, uh, hamstring back of the ankle. A bit too, too permanent. Hamstring is a bit too permanent. So, uh, Vern, you slash through the muscle of the leg and buttock, and the. <laughs> Uh, and the thing collapses sideways, the, the strength suddenly going out of it on that side, and it, it, it gives a, a brief 
scream. Um, so now that it's you know pierced, um, I'm I want to basically pull it down to the ground and and I'm not gonna leg it or pull my blade out. I I want to subdue it to the point where hopefully the this red glow is gonna disappear. It's already falling. You you help push it. It lands on the ground and it goes limp. Limp, unconscious. Limp, not struggling. Um, there is no light in its eyes. Okay, good. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then it starts to scream. Ah! Ah! <laughs> ah, get off me, murder! Help! He's trying to kill me. He's trying to kill me. Calm yourself down, and I'll just sort of. Do you put a, a... He's got a sword! He's got a sword! Now I could pull the sword out of you if you want to bleed out all over the cobbles. <laughs> Help me! Um, doors start to open around the area. Oh, God. End of episode. Please do join us for the next episode in which Reg starts to assemble the device and Enid and Vern go deep under Flotsam. Flotsam is a game by me, Ian Thomas. Our players are Amelia Tyler, Chris Payne, and Jay Britton. Editing was by Ian. Sound effects were by Ian with help from the lovely people at Freesound, and the music was composed by Ian. You can find out more about us and about the game at the website flotsam.city.